got a phone call two days ago. And the guy kept on calling me. And he said, Avi, you got to call me. It's urgent. It's urgent. It's urgent. So we ended up speaking at 3 a.m. when I finished with parents. And he said, I waited up because I, ha- I said, I can't go to sleep. I got to tell you this story. I said, why couldn't you tell me tomorrow? He goes, this is the most amazing story I ever heard in my life. Tells me the following. He says, there was a boy who was thrown out of home. And the boy ended up sleeping in his house for months. He worked super hard with the parents to make a truce. This is going back about 10 years ago. Super hard, no more, about 13 years ago. Super hard, he finally made a truce. They agreed he can move home without any conditions except one thing. He has to put on tefillin every single day. So I must have made a noise like, see, he said, Avi, it was 13 years ago. We didn't know better. But the truth is, it didn't sit well by me, but the truth is, we got the kid home. So it was a good deal. So we told him, listen, you're going home, they're not going to bother you anymore about anything. You have to put on tefillin every single day. They want to see tefillin on you. We worked on it and worked on it and worked on it. He moved home. The next day, he left home. They threw him out because he refused to put on tefillin. Eight years, he lived on the street. Homeless. Homeless. Pashit kipshutai. Homeless. Went through the whole thing with the, all the pain, all the pain of being homeless and rejected and not involved with the family and the family doesn't want you and you can't come home and visit. Homeless, because he didn't put on tefillin. He ended up somehow, by some miracle, becoming very, very wealthy. And he went ahead and he got involved in a certain organization that brought him back a little bit closer to his roots. And he even did a video for them. And this guy, it's his organization, who he put him up when he was homeless before. And he told me, I never asked him those eight years that he was homeless. I never asked him the next day after he got thrown out, what what the heck is wrong with you? Why don't you just put on tefillin? I never asked him. We were so disappointed in him. What an idiot. You're homeless. Your parents say come in. Just one thing, put on tefillin. Put on tefillin. What's the big deal? And then the next day you get thrown out, you couldn't do it for one day? He said, I was so disappointed. And he goes, I didn't, wasn't Marachikim, but I never challenged him. I never asked him, which is amazing, right? It's now 13 or 14 or 15 years later. He's wealthy. He does a video for this guy who has an organization to bring people back to their roots. Listen to this. At the end of the night, pops in his head, and he says, can I ask you a question? Remember before you were homeless for eight years? I worked so hard to get you to go home. I worked on your parents on a deal. We finally inked the deal. All you had to do was put on tefillin. And you knew what was at stake. Can you explain to me, what were you thinking? Why didn't you just put on tefillin? And listen what the boy tells him. He said that while I was homeless, before they let me back in, I got tattoos on my arm. But my, my sleeves were always covered. And when my mother said, put on tefillin, she wanted to see me put on tefillin, I didn't want her to have pain. So I didn't want to roll up my sleeve. So that's why I didn't put on tefillin. And she threw him out of the house. And for eight years he was homeless, and he never went ahead and 
told her because he didn't want her to have pain. These are our Shoim. These are the ones who are homeless. A heart of gold. He didn't want to cause his mother, the mother who threw him out originally, who didn't know how to deal with him, who rejected him, and who only agreed to let him come into the house if he puts on Tillin, which is connected all Das Torah we know now. Maybe then they didn't know. And that she was willing that if you don't put on this Tillin, I'm going to throw you in the street. And he didn't say, okay, Ma, listen, I didn't want to give you pain, but okay, you said no conditions. Here's Tillin. Too bad. I would have done that. Wouldn't anybody normal do that? We say, listen, I don't want to cause you pain, but I ha- I'll put it on in my room. No, you don't trust me? Okay, it's your fault. You said no conditions, sorry, but while I was homeless two months ago when you threw me out, I have a tattoo. This gibar, this gibar, Godol Adar, Godol Adar, didn't want his mother to see the tattoo, it's going to cause her pain, so he didn't want to roll up his sleeve and put on the phone. And he ate being homeless for the, basically eight years. Eight years, eight years of his, eight years of an adolescent, of a young teenage, young adult, of a life. And he did it for his mommy, who was so obviously against him, and was willing to throw him out and cut him off no matter what. He could be killed, go on drugs, didn't care. I mean, of course she cared, but whatever. And he didn't want to cause her pain. We don't know anybody's story. We don't know who is good and who is bad. We don't know anything. We see the outside. We see he did this. We see that. And he, my friend tells me, for eight years, I was thinking, what an idiot. And turns out, he's the god of Ladar. Wow. Well, who would do that? For Kibbutz Since Dama ben but since where Esav had Kibbutz we have a schus of Kibbutz from this boy. For Klal Yisrael.